This is Camp Life, the program side. A weekly podcast for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson and Chris Callow. Now it's time for another entertaining episode. Exploring the fantastical world of summer camp programming. Welcome back to the Scamp Life podcast, the programming side. Mm, NPR. <laughs> this is your co-host, Chris Callow. And over there, they, they're real breathy on NPR. You got, yeah. So <laughs> over there on that side is Kurt Jackson. <laughs> anyway, it is the magazine style. Back again, magazine style, numero four, quattro. Numero four. That's yep. That's pretty much it. That's, that's my <laughs> extent of Spanish. So uh, yes, number four. Yeah, I'm excited. I I like I, these. I do too. I don't. I don't know how other people feel about them, but I really like them. Yeah, They're fun. This is what I would listen to. I would listen to right. Just getting fast ideas. Like I like that, especially during the summer. Good night. Chaos in the summer. Hard to get podcast in. I, like I mean, these. this is a thing that we we usually do anyways, is that we yeah. normally have a topic Just and we give a you a bunch of ideas, uh-huh. but this one has a bunch of themes yep. and topics and stuff. So yeah, it's fun. Cool. It's right up our alley. Um, and there's nine of them. We would like to have 10. <laughs> we would. But we can't think of a good idea for number 10, but maybe you can. So give us a holler. Give us a shout out. Tell us what we should do for 10. Yeah. Otherwise, we're taking one away to go to eight. I don't know. It's gotta be even. It's weird. Not it has even. To be even. I know. I know. I gotta answer five this time. You only have to answer four. It's Woo-hoo! rough. It's rough. <laughs> see how your trivia is this time. Oh boy. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see what you think. All right. So number one, let's jump into it. And this one is for you. Yeah. A campwide activity or events, Chris. So this is something we did way back when I was a program director a couple of camps ago, and it was a Twinkie relay. And so your entire team, they're given the instructions and there's different areas that they have to do. And we'll get into that in a second, but it starts off with a box of Twinkies. You have a box of Twinkies. It has to make it through the entire relay. And then at the end, your team gets together and they eat the box of Twinkies. Whoever has all the Twinkies eaten first wins. Food of the apocalypse. Yes. But then the way it works is here's the different stations. So you'd split your team up into different stations. So the first, you know, person maybe has to like make a basket with the box of Twinkies and the basketball hoop. Once they make a basket, (laughs) they pass it off to the second person. And the second person has to whatever, something else, you know, run up and down the flagpole hill or something like that. There is one person that does have to swim across the pool with the box of Twinkies. <laughs> of course, of course. Anybody kicking it into a goal? I, I don't feel like there was kicking. <laughs> okay. But then, of course, at the end, I mean, your box is destroyed for the most part. <laughs> and we did make a rule that if any of the Twinkie, like the little packages were open, uh-huh. you like, nope, you're, we'll hand you a new Twinkie. We're okay. So no eat, sitting like, on it or grass, it with dirt the Twinkies. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But, but as the game went on, it was a lot harder because you're no longer carrying a box. Now you have whatever 10 Twinkies and in individually wrapped <laughs> right. containers, or as you know, you're swimming in the pool and you're, it's no longer individually wrapped. You're holding Twinkies that are disintegrating as yeah. you go. Yeah. But <laughs> the eating part, we, we did make, you know, we weren't that cruel and vicious. If your Twinkies were right open, you didn't have, you did have to eat whatever 10 Twinkies, but it was still that's funny. enclosed. <laughs> Cause that's, that's so just funny. Gross. 
And you haven't done that at your new camp or at the camp you're we in We have not. I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I have program directors that do the games here, and so I kind of let them pick them out and different things like that, but haven't played that game here. So All right. Maybe we will bring it back sometime. All right. All right. Number two is yours. Some programming ideas. My programming idea, a little different, is to add crafts to mealtimes. Now, this would be more, I guess, for day camps because usually a lot of times when you have lunch, you have like a free time right after that. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, go and either sit where you're at and just socialize or go and there's a bunch of sports equipment. You can do that. But adding craft, because people love crafts, and I'm talking about like the things that aren't going to take a lot of a staff person's time, but friendship bracelets, yeah, um, lanyards, stuff that they can kind of do on their own as they're socializing are usually the best. But you could have a, a, a real kind of craft where the craft director is leading this with some help, that kind of thing. But even if you were to do it at, overnight camp you could have some craft supplies on the table some kids get done with their meal quicker and i don't know i think it's just crafts are fun and they can be what do i want to say inexpensive yep. if it's like a friendship bracelet and that type of thing uh, so if it's not taking up too much of anyone's time or table space or anything like that think about adding crafts to meal times I was wondering where that was going. I thought maybe we were going to start like crocheting with spaghetti noodles. Ooh, man, I that's a craft right meal time. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Next time it's going to be like uh, target practice during meal times. Throw that's right. Your <laughs> cookie into the into your milk. Get the meatball to stick on the ceiling. <laughs> All right. So number three, staff idea. What do you have for a staff idea? All right, so you hit on this just a little bit last mm. week in our podcast. Um, we call it skills time, and oh we spell goodness. it weird because why not? But it's S-K-Y-L-L-Z, skills. You're so 90s. I I, yeah, <laughs> I've talked about this before. <laughs> yeah. But the counselors choose something they're good at. Yeah. And then we, we have a whole sign-up sheet and stuff, and the campers get to sign up to learn the skill from their counselor. And every so often, like one year, I took it away because uh, our counselors had no skills, apparently. And <laughs> we taught them how to do outdoor ed. And then so it's back this year. Skills time is back. And we have some very skilled counselors. What do you got? Um, I have one of them teaching juggling to the campers. Oh, all right. There you uh, go. Another is teaching hip hop dancing. Hey. I need to join that one because I don't know any dancing at all. Uh, but it's been <laughs> That's cool. There's instinctive archery which is interesting. And there is, I, you got your normals, your friendship bracelets, yeah. uh, keychains, kind of things like that. Nice. I got, I got a list and I got, I brought the list in so I would actually have them and I didn't even look at it. Um, fire starting, learning how to start fires with okay. the things we have. Uh, lightsaber fighting is a skill this year. We made a bunch of PVC pipe lightsabers and they're you learning did not how to talk about that last I know I, I forgot. About the, I forgot. So I guess at the end of the summer, I want to hear we'll about to, that. We'll yeah. have to talk about that. Um, nature center is always a skill. It's kind of cleaning and working in the nature <laughs> you center. You even say it like that. Skill. Oh. Skill. You got. You have to say it like that. That is required. Skill. 
uh, painting. Somebody's doing kind of like a like a sip and paint, but I mean, it's just there's no sipping. It's just the painting. Chocolate milk. And then we have another counselor doing hand lettering and teaching the kids how to like oh. make really beautiful kind of really? cards or pictures to send you their do parents. have some skilled staff i know i'm like this is the year we got some cool stuff this wow year. and how did you did you uh ask them you're like hey we're going to be doing the skills yep. thing and what do you what have you got and yep so they would write down what their skills are and they had to give that to me what their what uh, are? during tra- their skills okay. they had to <laughs> write that down during their uh during training week Okay. Passed it in to me, and a few of them, like I don't know, I don't know what I can teach. Like that's all right. right. You're gonna help this person then. So we always have two staff, um, helping, and some of them are like, okay, that's that's interesting, but I'm not gonna buy all those supplies for oh, yeah. the campers to do. Like that's just too expensive for a one day skill. Things yeah. like that. <laughs> so, gotcha. But yeah, oh, I like that. Good. That's very and, cool. And we usually like for the sign up sheets, depending on the number of campers, we we they can only sign up for, there's only so many spots. So we don't just sign up till, you know, like not everyone yeah. at camp can yeah, do yeah. lightsaber. There's only whatever, right. five spots for it. So that way they get to mix it up. And then we have a different one each day. They'll come sign up after breakfast for, and they have to choose something different. They can't choose the same skill. <laughs> skill. Yeah. That's a, that's a thing. I, I like that, that you have staff who have stuff that they can teach because a lot of times when you'll do this, you may have one or two. They're like, I've got something. And the rest are all, I don't know. And you have to help them. Okay. Or or big ones. Like, Oh, we're going to do ukulele playing. I'm like, that's cool. You're not going to be able to do that in an hour one day. (laughs) Like, right. Right. And so they're doing, it's just like, they get the hour. It's not every day for an hour. Nope. It's, nope. The one because yeah, exactly. the, the next day during skills time, they'll pick a different one. Exactly. But. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Uh, number four. Number four. What's in the news? All right. So I thought this was interesting. This was a poll that this is from a couple of months, a couple of months ago. And it was a poll mm-hmm. that was from US News and World Report. They found that parents find covid precautions that it's low on parents list when looking Mm -hmm. for a camp um this year and so i know that a lot of camps are still like what are you guys doing and it's it's still really important but it is low on the list like one in ten parents uh, Mm kind of even mention it and instead the the main things that they're looking for are location the times and i think that's like with day camp like what the times are the cost and the activities and it's not not accreditation like i mean these are all on the list like accreditation is but it's not at the top of the list like the, the safety stuff they didn't care there. about no they're no, like i saw that uh, same poll yeah if i send them to camp i am just kind of expecting them to be safe and trusting mm-hmm. it but no these it's the activities the cost mm-hmm. when where they're located um so i thought that was pretty interesting yeah, yeah. Because a lot of, I want it was a, such a good pull for us as camp directors too. Cause it's like, all right, mm-hmm. where are parents at this year? What are they looking right. for? But no, yeah. it's true. All right. So let's move on to the social media spotlight. What do you got, Chris? All right. I, this just came out. It wasn't very long ago. Five this days just ago. In. 
Okay. From when I recorded this, so five days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Go and find out the math and figure out when that was. (laughs) But the Summer Camp Society put out a midsummer self eval. And it's just a little paper you can download. Sarah Kurtz McKinnon created it. And it's really good. Like we're going to be printing these out and handing them to our staff. And it's good stuff. I mean, I'm like, how many people saw this post or commented on it? It's it's a ton. So, all right. So stuff. our so go to what summer? Uh, so to find this, best way is to go to the Summer Camp Society Facebook group, and it Summer is, Camp Society Facebook group. Yep, Summer Camp okay. Society, and they have it. It's down around July first ish. So if you scroll down, if you got it, go mm. organized by date and. There is kind of like a picture of the midsummer eval. It's got little numbers from five to one at the top. Agree, disagree. Okay. Find it there. But I'm cool. sure they probably also have it on their summer camp society page, but I just found it through the social media. Nice. All right. Yeah. All right. Number six. All right, Kurt, the last magazine. <laughs> you stunk it up at trivia. So we'll see how we'll see how I do today. But it is a trivia game. All right. For you. So listen, I want to first talk about when you're running oh, trivia. How bad you stunk it up. Oh no. <laughs> you can do it. I don't, I don't, Chris, I don't know if you do it different ways. Do they play as groups or individuals? Uh, we do it as groups. As groups. Because yep. you could do it so, both ways. You could. So you could do it groups or you could do kind of I think with you do an individual, it would be here's a sheet and fill mm-hmm. out or put in, and then we'll see who has the best but yeah groups obviously is usually gonna work best for summer camp mm-hmm. but i'm thinking also game shows game shows there's a lot of trivia right like you do a jeopardy game show that's all trivia yeah. questions you do family feud trivia name mm-hmm. that tune in a way is kind of like that um so if you do a game show type of format, then you can definitely add in trivia. So I'm going to give you some family feud questions. All right. You score point if you get the number one answer. Oh, all right. All right. All right. And if you don't, I'll tell you if your answer is on there Where somewhere. All right. Okay. Name a house you never want to be in. Haunted. There you go. Number one answer. Haunted Bang. house. Name something associated with vampires. Blood. All right. Blood. That is the number two answer. Twilight is the number one answer. Oh, when were these taken? Now, when is this trivia? (laughs) When did they survey the people? I don't think Twilight. Uh, These family feed questions for 2021. So, all right. Name something in a bakery a baker might call his wife. It's oh, funny. Like, like, like it would be like he's joking calling his wife. Like, hey, sugar. Oh, okay, okay. Um, now I can think of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, should I even say anything? Because that's all. <laughs> um, <laughs> cupcake. Oh, that is number four. So honey or honey buns would be number one. 
Name something in a person's closet that only comes out on special occasions. Costume. Costume is not on the list. Suit or tux mm. would be the number one answer. Dress number two. All right. So who's stinking it up this time? I've gotten one a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> if you could go to the land of Oz, what would you ask the wizard for? So basically what you're a wish. So like the scarecrow asked for his brains. Right. Okay. okay. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. doesn't have to be one of those in the store. Yeah. What would you ask for? Money. Or uh, that's I'm number one answer. Money. Okay. That's number one <laughs> answer. I mean money. <laughs> and, and again, I guess it wouldn't be, what would you say, but what do you think most people yeah. would answer? Yeah. Um, Name something you might see a commercial for during a baseball game. Beer. That's the last answer. Only four people really? said that. Car or truck would okay. be the number one answer. Tell me a word that rhymes with election. Selection. Hey, number one answer. <laughs> wow. And there are a lot of, a lot of different things you could have said. <laughs> That's funny. When you enter a bathroom, what color do you really hope not to see in the toilet bowl? Brown. <laughs> see, I would have said red. Oh, um, yeah. But brown is the number one answer. Yes. All right, two more. Oh, oh who's winning now? Yeah, you're doing Buddy better. Boy. You're bringing it back. <laughs> if your dog ran away, name something you'd be surprised he took with him. The cat. <laughs> what? Did you look these up now? No, is that it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ooh, I saw that I was, and I was like, oh, this is just silly. And you're like, I, yeah, I was cat. going for the comedy answer on that one. I'm like, I don't know what you think, but I'm, we're going for the comedy answer. That's, That's funny. funny. All right. Last one. What's something you keep in your car just in case? A barf bag. Oh, that is not even on there. Mm. Uh, coins or money. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. All right. So good job. I mean, I think you got three out of five. 10. Five. I got three. five right. Hold on. I did. That, so let's go through them again. What okay. Haunted one? house. You got, got it. You did not get the vampire. You did not get the baker. You did not get the closet. Uh, Land of Oz. Okay. Money. You did money. not get the baseball game one. You got selection. You got yep. brown. You got, you actually got, I got the cat. Oh no. You didn't get the money coins. So you did get five. You were counting five. All right. Good job. Boom. So yeah, there you That's go. Cool. There's your like trivia that. for the week. The number one. That's fun. <laughs> That'd be hard to do. Cause you'd be, especially in a group, you'd be sitting there arguing like, no, this has got to be number one. Mm, that's true. Oh, so man. that might be a good individual <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or how many of you like in your group got the number one. So you individually do it, but you're doing it as a group. How many in the group got the number one answer kind of thing. Um, or just play family feud the way it's played. Yeah. Play as a family. That's cool. Play as a family. All right. So let's go to number seven. This is your topic for sure. Craft idea or tip, Chris. All right. So this is a new craft we are doing this year. Little bitty gnomes. Mm. Uh, and we had all of the sharns. That's why we decided to make this. But what it is, is you would take a toilet paper tube. Okay. And you'd, you'd cut off just a little... I don't know, like, uh, I'm getting out my ruler to see how big the, I guess a half inch circle from it. So you'd have this little half inch circle. You don't need the whole tube. 
Um, and that is the rim of a beanie that you're going to be making okay. for the gnome. Okay. And so then you take your yarn and you tie it on, you tie all these strings onto it. So now you have it hanging kind of looks like a jellyfish. And at the top, you would tie those strings together. So, and then cut off. So now it looks like a beanie. Their so hat you created yeah, yeah. this little hat. Right. Right. And then you have a bunch of gray or white or whatever color you want the beard to be a bunch of yarn. And the way we did is we took a book and we just wrapped it around this book a whole bunch of times. All this yarn just kept wrapping, 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 and then you cut it off the book. So that's the beard that hangs down. So okay. you have like this kind of folded over yarn. And then again, you tie a knot at the top. So that is, it's essentially his head, but you don't see it. So the beard's hanging out. All these little strings are hanging out <laughs> and you glue in the beard or the top, his little head, you glue it into the hat. So you don't Wait. see it. Can I just say that Chris is doing hand motions? I know, as and he's it's so not that. helpful, but that and is no, my own life. And, and when you do the beard, the little fingers are going down. They're going to move. <laughs> like it's a little jellyfish like a little beard. Octopus yeah. coming from. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a gnome. You don't see his face. You just see his beard right. and his hat. But so you glue that up in there, and then you have just a little wooden ball for his nose that you glue onto the front of the beard. So it kind of looks, it's a little gnome. You don't see his head. You don't see his eyes. It's just the beard, the hat, the nose. But it has been, and then they can unfurl the yarn, like the beard yarn. Right. So if they want his beard to be messy, they kind of untwist all the yarn at the bottom. So it kind of frizzles out a little bit more. So is this, did same. you find this somewhere? I did. We were at an antique store. And they were selling these little gnomes, like already made. Yeah. So I bought one and then figured out how to make it. No way. It. So you, you didn't, there's week. no tutorial online that we can link to. You're no, just... I, and I even, I didn't even try and like look to see, I'm maybe I'll see if I can find one on Pinterest, but uh, you just kind um, of reverse engineered it, out. it. I love that um, you went and you found something and you're like, I'm going to buy this and just take it apart and see how it's made. Fully make this. It was how, how much would you say one craft, like one of those is to make? You know, I'm not, because I, I didn't, it doesn't take a lot of yarn. I mean, it really yeah. doesn't. Here, I found one that's very similar. So I will post, I, you know what? In fact, he, I don't even need to post it. You just go, there's a ton. Just go to <laughs> Pinterest and type in yarn gnome. Yarn gnome. Okay. Pretty much every picture I'm seeing looks like our little yarn gnome guys. Nice, nice. <laughs> and that's all gnome. you need. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and okay. the girls, the, we had a bunch of girls that made it. They really liked it. Thought it was fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like that. I like those gnomes. Anyways, I go to Hobby Lobby and I see a bunch of gnomes mm -hmm. stuff like that. I'm like, I, I've never bought one, but I think they're cute. They're funny. They're nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. our, the big thing we have seen this year, even with our stuff in the camp store, um, if you put some kind of hook on it that the girls can wear on like their belt buckles, what that has been the popular thing because the girls have been they just use an extra string and they will tie these little gnomes onto their belt buckles. And so like they wear them around like as a little <laughs> I don't know. But even in our camp store, we bought I don't know why we bought keychains. We bought keychains and they have all sold and the girls are wearing them on their belt buckles just hanging <laughs> off their has been the thing this year so oh, they're like, not like off a backpack or anything else and yeah and that's what we kind of thought they would be used for but they're all wearing them are like, you saying belt buckle or like belt loop the the loop on your pants like belt little, loop. yeah okay gotcha, gotcha. belt loop yeah yeah, yeah. just have them on there and i'm like hey uh that works for me as long as you oh, know, like wild. you like it yeah 
because that was our idea originally a lot of our camp swag we planned for backpacks the kids will put them on their backpacks for the, the school year and things like that right but they're all wearing them on their belt loops this summer and just wearing them around so. all right cool, cool. All right, number eight for you is a yes. theme idea. All right, I feel silly giving a theme this late into summer. Yeah, but get ready for next year. Whatever. Yeah. So, um, one of the themes I really like that I have on my summercamppro.com blog is the inventors workshop. And here are some of the ideas that for inventors workshop because it's just fun to use your imagination and invent stuff. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, they can experiment, imagine things and develop whatever, but, uh, set up a room with stuff to tinker and play with. So you can have anything oh, yeah. like Legos, robotic kits, fun noodles, uh, rector sets, that kind of stuff. Number two is hold a small brainstorming session and give the campers a challenge that needs an inventive solution. So it could be anything from like how to build a better mousetrap to mm. creating a new ropes course elements, you know, something like that. Number three, give groups a box of random supplies and have them create pretty much any product they can. And then after they've created it, they act out a 30 second commercial trying to sell it. There's a whole Jackbox game that's like that. Oh, is there? You you invent something and then yeah you have to sell your product yeah yeah it's fun we've we've done that at mm -hmm. camp uh like a called like a thingamajig or a thingamabob yeah yep uh number four some camp activities like the zip line can you know as we both know become stale and boring after like campers have done it for a couple of years so you take an activity like that and see if the campers can invent a way to make it fun again and then number five have groups invent carnival games i know that you love that yeah uh but carnival booth <laughs> games then hold a carnival where everyone gets to play each other's games so That's inventors cool. workshop that would be yeah. fun yeah Creating stuff like we have uh a very special guest that has just barged into my office in the <gasps> middle of our podcasting because she heard me talking about the craft gnome <laughs> And she thinks her craft idea is actually better. Oh, so we have a bonus craft idea today. Could it be your wife? It is my wife. Are you here? Here's her little thing. She's gonna have to get real close to the microphone. Hey, Gary. Hey, how's it going? Good. This year we did giant cross stitch. So this is with pegboard that you would get from the, you know, Menards or anything like that. And you take yarn and you make a pattern um we have ours say hello or they could say any other word that they want it to as long as you cut the board she's the she's worse than me on trying to show things on a podcast i, <laughs> no, I know i can something see it. that I no one can awesome. see and not talking in the microphone <laughs> our, our staff is obsessed with making them and so we're getting ready to have our senior high week and i think it will be a big hit and it was pretty cheap to make we charge like three dollars you just need yarn needles and the plastic ones and then we got the the boards and the stuff. boards yes from, from menards um, and we had a ton of yarn so a great way to use your yarn that you have stored in your craft cabin or wherever that's and cool our kids have loved it it doesn't take super long it's not super hard i think it's way better than the gnomes but the gnomes were a big hit too i will give him credit on that i they love that and you gotta take a picture chris of that i will so we i'll, I'll we'll post that but yeah it's just cross stitch with uh 
little pegboard and yarn. And so it has been, I think more staff have made stuff than campers yeah. even because so they've been having fun with it. It's spelling only, out words. it's like that $3 covers the cost of that. It did. Yeah. We weren't, I mean, we don't, with our crafts, we're not trying to make any money. We just want to cover the cost of the supplies yeah, yeah. and the crafts. And so. then, so our campers taking that big thing home with them. They are this one. The one that Carrie showed is the large. She made a very large one. Right. We um, essentially the way we cut it, we bought a, uh, I guess it was a two by four sheets of pegboard. And then we cut them short side. So we got about six out of okay. it so they can spell essentially five letter words is about what they can get gotcha. in that pegboard space so it's not a huge i mean we're using one two three four five six seven eight holes tall is all we're using tall and about i don't know 20 or so long okay yeah that's cool and uh if y'all would like to hear carrie come back on on a regular basis mm -hmm. and share crafts let us Craft know. time with Carrie. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was good. So let's end it. Number nine with a yep. theme meal. Theme. So again, I don't do themes. So I've always liked looking for neat ideas of things I would do mm -hmm. because I'm like, that would be interesting. And so this was one I saw a 50s theme meal. Mm -hmm. Now, when I first saw this, I'm like, what are we serving meatloaf or these TV dinners? <laughs> but it was kind of like your 50s eating out. And yeah, so like your, a diner your weights, kind of yeah, your wait yeah. staff are on roller skates. So Yay. they roll around the dining hall. <laughs> you have your burgers, you have your fries, you have your 50s music. And then, of course, milkshakes are very important for a 50s kind of theme meal for that. And I'm like, that would be I, the staff would just love to roll around on roller skates in the dining hall. Anyway, I think they would think that would be fun. That's but so, so a friend of mine, yeah, I mean, make sure that they know how to roller skate a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Not far from where I live, there is a roller rink. And a friend of mine was like, oh, yeah, I took my boyfriend there and we went roller skating and, oh, we should all go sometime. And I said, oh, how do you like it? And apparently they were getting out. He does not roller skate. So they got their little rental brown skates with the orange wheels, which they still have apparently. And they're going out before they get to the rink. He falls, and as he's falling, he just grabs whatever's around him, and one of those things was a baby stroller. He what? grabbed it. He Luckily, he did not pull it down, so the baby fell out, but the mom was lit. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just tripped. It was an accident. Oh my goodness. And uh, so, yeah, make sure you're, before they're going around with milkshakes that they know how to roller skate. Mm -hmm. But I love that. Yeah. I, when I was younger, I went to a roller rink mm -hmm. and me and all my friends were making fun of this one girl and she hit my friend, hit her right above the nose with her roller skate buster. There were stitches and everything. And, and, uh, then they made it into a stranger things episode. Yeah, I, think that's what, <laughs> I think that's what happened. Uh, glad you caught that. <laughs> See if you were gonna get that or not. Luckily she didn't have her powers at the time. Oh but... my goodness. Yeah. That would be real bad. So, yeah. That's uh, funny. <laughs> awesome. All right. So I think that's it. There's our nine plus a bonus our... craft. Yeah. Right. Again, we'd like to have you, 10. Kim. If you have a uh, great idea for us to pull in for our 10th topic to talk about, uh, let us know. 
And how, how what's the best way for them to let us know, Kurt? I mean, they can email, they can go on social media, but the best way a carrier is, pigeon. Carrier, carrier pigeon. smoke signals. Best way is to call my Google voice and leave a message. And what is that number, Chris? It is 407 701. No, eight. Seven one. Nope, seven one oh. I was close. <laughs> I was trying to memorize it and then pull it up at the same time. I knew the four oh seven was right. So four oh seven seven one oh eight seven seven zero. Yeah. Pull that. And then here is Kurt's personal phone number. If you want to <laughs> call it and bug him. But... Sure, why not? Uh, all right. What do we got going on next week? Next week, it's almost the end of summer. It is coming up fast. I feel mm-hmm. like we we spend all year getting ready for a few short weeks, it seems like. But end of the season ideas. So end your season strong. And we got some end of the season ideas for yeah. you camp people out there. Cool. Awesome possum. Well, until next week, we will uh, see you there. And from around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. See ya.